0: What's up, y'all? Here we are, Comm 101 Podcast. Uh, today, I have another of one of our fabulous students sitting down and chat with me about life, about communication. Uh, this episode was super dope. Uh, I had Daphne, who's a student COM Comm 101, obviously, come on and chat about her life, and uh, we ended this chat with some great, great discussion about mental health and some of the struggles, and she was willing to share some great information um, I just found it so useful, so informative, so genuine, and I know you all will feel the same. So, uh, without further ado, let's give a very warm welcome to Daphne. All right, what's up, friends? Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back, Com One Hundred One Podcasting Things today. We have a student. I love this. Hi, Daphne.
1: Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I am fabulous. Thrilled to have you here. This is really cool. I love doing student chats. This is super fun. I love chatting with faculty, too, but this is just way different. I love it. So tell us who you are, name, um, year, you know, where you're from, all that good stuff.
1: Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Daphne. I am a sophomore at UB. Cool. Um, My major is communications. Boom. Um, I'm interested in fashion design Yo. and, um, I'm kind of working towards making those dreams happen for myself. Oh,
0: I love this. Um,
1: I love music Nice. A lot. I listen to like a little bit of everything, not really into the country stuff though. Yeah, who is these days, you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just, I'm from New York city. Cool. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. And, um, yeah, I just,
0: I love this. Let's talk about the fashion stuff for a second. Um, so you're working towards making those dreams kind of happen. What's that mean? Talk to us.
1: So, um, during the pandemic, uh-huh. I was bored at home. So yes, I, yeah, yeah, I, um, the
0: number one emotion for everybody. Yes. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> when things started, I think it was like September of last year, I had a hole in my shirt Okay. and I was like, Oh my God, this is like my favorite shirt ever. <laughs> and so I tell my mom, I'm like, mom, I have a hole in this shirt, but I want to wear it today. So she takes out her sewing kit and she's sewing it for me. I'm like, wow, I would really like to learn how to sew. And she's like, okay. So then my neighbor, he's always in my house. He passed by, Uh and he was like, oh, I have a sewing machine in my garage. Do you want it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then ever since then, I've just been into that. My dad got me a sewing machine like around Christmas time, and ever since then, ever since then, I've just been like doing my little fashion doodles in my oh ipad my So and, this
0: is like a newfound thing yeah so like um, from the pandemic something beautiful happened yeah huh?
1: so ever since i was little i was always interested in fashion design but um it was like i wasn't like really too sure what it was about sure and it wasn't until the pandemic that i like educated myself on everything because i had nothing else to do so i was like let me learn about this and over the years it's just like over the past year it's been like okay like this is something i'm really interested in and i want to take somewhere so um i'm trying to basically like start my own brand and everything you know know, it's a really long process and it's expensive all right well let's
0: take this opportunity to to shamelessly plug you here so (laughs) can people find your work can they find like anything you're doing on social media with this kind of stuff, or um, anything like
1: that? I have a page, but there's nothing on it right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's called NIAD NYC. Okay. N A I A D N Y C. Okay, cool. Um, I have a TikTok, it's the same thing. Okay. And um yeah, I, it's been pretty slow because I'm up here and yeah, right, right, I have right. all this cool stuff. So but
0: We should be on the lookout then. Yes, all we right. should. So Designs by Daphne coming at you <laughs> down, yes. down the road. This is really cool. I like this a lot. All right. Is there a particular like... Um, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm ignorant about fashion things, but like particular (laughs) articles of clothing that you're like more apt to design that you're more interested in, or is it just like anything you're,
1: I don't know. I feel like I like everything. So even if it's like something that I find hideous, I'm going to find something that I like about it. Like, okay. Yeah. But like, that was kind of cool. Like I wouldn't use that color, but it was kind of cool.
0: And when you're designing, is it kind of like that too? Or do you have like a preference as to what you'd like to design specifically?
1: Um, no, if you take a look, Mm -hmm. I can actually show you have my iPad. I have like everything from swimwear to coats to like underwear, everything. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. I love this. So this is what you want want to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've always seen it as something like that. I can take myself. I've, I've had, this is like a side story, but I've always, I've always had so many jobs growing up. Same. (laughs) So I can't stick to like one thing. Sure and my dad he was the same way he told me he was like so then why don't you just start something of your own because that's what he did and it's been working out for him Very. Cool. what's he do my dad's an accountant yo so he, he has got his own business yeah he has his own tax office very cool so um he told me that's going pretty well for him he told yeah. me he was like find something you like and build mm. off of it
0: oh you hear that everybody that's some truth
1: that's <laughs> yeah. it
0: you know and it can come in weird spaces i feel i feel like, like this is cool like you're here getting a comm degree mm-hmm. and i feel like i don't want to speak for you but i feel like you're going to find a way to use that to help further the fashion stuff
1: yeah definitely everything i'm very um big on internships so when you did that mm-hmm. interview i was yeah. really yeah, yeah, interested yeah. i even met with him yeah did you yeah, talk to lance oh I cool, cool guy right and everything. yeah he's awesome and he asked me what i was interested in and i told him i was like i'm trying to find an internship regarding fashion yeah was like well that's a first (laughs) and i'm like yeah 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 yeah. and he's like oh like like you know i'm just trying to find i know you can take that calm degree and put it anywhere absolutely and i have i know the fashion field is really competitive but Mm. i feel like i could really like find my way in there yeah
0: see i love that though what's cool about that is uh, you know a lot of people like what am i going to do with calm and it's more about like what can't you do with comp like you know someone like you, you're gonna do fashion and you're gonna probably use that communication degree to help separate yourself from the competition or get yourself noticed and stuff mm, like that yeah you know
1: a lot of people ask me too like i'm from new york city why mm-hmm. didn't i just go to fit or something right, right 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 and um i don't know i just it's very competitive mm-hmm. in new york trying to like get into that fashion field
0: you feel like you might lose like the passion for yeah like
1: i there's something fun about it being experimental to me so going to school it was kind of like yeah i would learn so much but it would be like now it's work now it's not Mm, fun now it's work
0: yeah and it's not on your terms either yeah like this is something that i feel like you're you're the one steering the ship yeah this is your journey you know, you sure. might need people, but, you know, you're not having someone tell you, like, this is how it has to be or things like that, you know? Yeah. That's super cool. And
1: I, don't get me wrong, like, I get in these funks where I just cannot do anything, right. like, regarding like, fashion. Like, right, I'm just, like, right. I'm putting that to the side. I did that for a couple months because I got discouraged. Uh. And then I slow, like, I'm slowly, like, getting my mojo back. It was kind <laughs> of weird. I getting your mojo It back. was kind of weird this. going from New York City to Buffalo. 'Cause it's like the opposite.
0: It is literally the opposite. How is it how is it that these are like in the same state, right? Yeah, like I was it's like so, what the wild. Hell? so, <laughs> so
1: um wild. I it, it's kind of weird doing that, but Wait, at can the I same pause time? for a second? So yeah. are you
0: saying like where you when you mean like it was weird for you like I get that in general, but how did that impact the fashion stuff? Are you saying that impacted your like creativity too?
1: Yes. I really? Like Can you elaborate on that? It's weird. Cause you think in New York, you'll get so like inspired by everything. Yeah, and yeah. I'm the type of person I love being outside the house. So I'm going to go find something to do uh, and I get inspired through everything. Yeah. yeah. But being home for a year being stuck in new york city it uh, seems like a big place but it's really so small it can be <laughs> it's so small yeah. so i was just kind of stuck like seeing the same things and a lot of people have the same aspirations as me in new york city Yeah. Yep. so it's like a competition yep. as well if you try to collaborate with someone they're like kind of competing with you One at the same time yeah, yeah wow. so coming here it was kind of like a breath of fresh air like i was like oh wow
0: that's cool to say about buffalo <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it gets that rap very often cool that's interesting so so your your passion for fashion is at rhymes i mean that sorry (laughs) um it's like interwoven into how you live yeah Yeah, definitely that's cool see i'm like a musician Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but it's it's funny there's a huge separation for me like not like in the sense of like my music loves and my creativity to sing a particular song or perform a song is not impacted by my environment which is weird oh really yeah so like no matter where I am, because I travel a lot, mm-hmm. like I, this, it doesn't necessarily have a huge influence on the type of music I want to listen to at that moment or like what I want to sing, you know, especially from someone who like creates content too, mm-hmm. like that's pretty wild. And wow, we're listening to some <laughs> poor child scream outside my window right now. Good thing you all can't hear that. Um, this is really cool. Like, so it is a part of you which then influences your creativity.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of weird because I was stuck at home mm-hmm. and um, I think it was like late into the summer that my family was like, hey, let's road trip to Florida. So we have huh. family over there. Yeah, I was dreading it. It was That
0: is a long drive. We've
1: done it before. So it, we did the drive and um, that wasn't too bad. You got there? We got there. Okay. And my aunt, she has like this beautiful home she just bought over there. And when I was there. What
0: about Florida? Whereabouts in Florida? Is it like Orla- T- Orlando? Orlando, yeah. yeah. Popular place.
1: Yeah. So um, we were sitting, We were, she has like this huge pool and everything. And I was there, and I, like, that whole week, I just took a, a break from everything because mm-hmm. I worked the whole summer. So I was like, sure. I'm just not going to do anything. You're chilling. Yeah, yeah. And while I was there, I noticed myself, like, whenever I picked up my iPad, if I'm going to design something, it's going to be something that, like, you'd wear while you're in Florida. Same thing, oh. like, when I'm in Buffalo. Like when I got here, I started like wanting to do coats and stuff. Right, right. So Hoods. it's like yes. Hoods and
0: gloves. Yeah, so I'm like. Oh, so you're talking? Wow, that's really cool. I love that. That's that's so cool. So the environment is like spawning the type of articles of clothing that you're even interested in designing. Yeah, I, like. I really want to go. You, do you like implicitly draw from like the vibe of a place, and that somehow like more? the right word it is like? Does that show up as well in your design? Um, like if you're like if you had to describe Buffalo. Like, this is that kind of place. and Will that show up in your design, too? Or is it more like it just dictates the type of clothes that you're going to design? I think
1: it dictates the type of clothes because I'll always do, like, what interests me. Like, oh. what I like.
0: So there's, like, a foundation Yeah, it's kind of have.
1: like, okay, like, it's cool today. And I'm like, hmm, let me just start doing a coat. <laughs> cool. And then I'm sitting there, like, trying to plan everything out. And at first, I thought it was going to be really easy. Making clothes is so hard. Why is that? You have to, like des- – I'm teaching myself everything. So I, I have this. to learn about the sizing of uh, clothes. I have to learn. If, if The thing is that, like, when you're making clothes, you have to look at everything as shapes. Huh. And I literally sat there and took apart a jacket. Like, I thrifted <laughs> a jacket. It was, like, $5. And I'm taking it apart, tracing Whoa. it, and, like, trying to figure out, like, how to make Yo, it you hear own. people
0: talk about, like, breaking down a computer, right, and rebuilding <laughs> it. This is, like, you for a yeah. coat right now.
1: Wow. Yeah. Who knew? Not me. That's... <laughs>
0: Wow. So that's like the exciting part of fashion.
1: Yeah, it's the frustrating part too.
0: <laughs> it's cool. Do you ever see yourself like collaborating with anybody or is it just too competitive that? No,
1: I would definitely collaborate. I've reached out to like this girl that I was following. She's from the Bronx and she um she started her brand and it's not big, but it's mm-hmm. like known. Okay, it's good. So, um, I reached out to her because she seemed like a genuine person. And yeah. I think she was the only person that like responded to me huh. and huh. gave me advice. Wow. And she she does photo shoots and everything. Oh wow. And she she's like a creative director as well. So she was like, if you want to come, you can come. Like oh, you can tag along.
0: That's cool. That's so
1: cool. I would definitely collaborate with people.
0: That's cool. Wow, what a journey. Yeah. This is cool for you. Especially like in what a year and a half,
1: maybe? Yeah.
0: Okay. I feel like the pandemic was forever, so <laughs> I can't gauge time.
1: That's wild. Yeah.
0: That's cool. What else are you into?
1: Um, let's see. I when I was younger this is like a little secret i, oh, I didn't it wasn't a secret common one podcast we tell all here <laughs> i um i used to play the piano for like yo very long time. now you're
0: talking about <laughs> language really yeah like classical
1: or like... um well i started in third grade right okay it was like a keyboard club i don't know okay, so they they, they added me into the keyboard club cool. i don't i don't know how i got there okay and um i started playing the piano and then my music teacher she's like wait you're like kind of good and i'm like oh, oh thanks and so yeah. then she was like oh stay after school do this do that oh, so then my shoot. mom she'd be like i'm not picking you up till you learn how to play this song <laughs> and so i'd be there like practicing and everything and um it turned into like oh recitals oh you went i played hard yeah i played for my graduation oh my god and then um you still play no oh. that's the crazy part the so took over, huh? yeah when i got to middle school I think it was like for my graduation. I think my dad bought me like a, like a a piano, but not not a grand piano. I forgot what it's called.
0: Like a baby grand or a, just a regular keyboard or.
1: It's like a the key. Oh my god, what is the word? It's look. It's like a big. It's not like a keyboard. Uh huh. I don't know how to describe. It's like a big. It's like a grand piano without the big thing in the back. It's electronic though
0: oh okay okay Okay. as the pedals and everything i got you yeah so
1: um he bought me one of those and since i wasn't in the school anymore i wasn't really learning from a teacher so Mm -hmm. i just started teaching myself stuff so instead of like playing the star spangled banner or something (laughs) i'm or like the titanic song i'm like playing i'm like i'm starting to learn like sam smith oh yeah and cool. a whole bunch of stuff it's like good I songs for piano too yeah so um, like acoustic covers of stuff yeah, yeah my sister she has a nice voice so we no. i would play the piano she would sing that would like kind of be like my little escape whenever i was angry it just yeah. go to the piano put yeah. the volume all the way up and go crazy yo
0: i love that yeah
1: so um that i don't know why it stopped but it did maybe and it'll come s- back yeah and sometimes like if i'm like at home Especially to, during the pandemic, I was bored. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, why not? Why Try not? the piano. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing else to do. Yeah. And then, what was it? In high school, I had a music class. I had to pick an instrument. And he assigned me to the saxophone because I already oh, knew the piano. All right, all right. So when I started playing the saxophone, I thought I was going to suck. And then he was like, you're really good. And I'm like, <laughs> what? But I didn't want to stick with it. That wasn't all what right. I wanted to do. So
0: you got like this creative art gene thing going yeah, on yeah my
1: mom's always talking about it she's like this is like the artsy one
0: wow <laughs> yeah where'd you get it from i don't know no one in your family
1: no my huh. dad does taxes and my mom's a paraprofessional in high school huh. she cooks like that's her thing well, okay
0: there's creativity in that though. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah i'm not i'm not really sure
0: that's cool though yeah. i really love that thank you all right we got a lot going on here this is mm-hmm. dope let's talk communication for a second all right, you ready for this? Yes. Here we go. How do you feel about communication twenty twenty one? How old are you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, it's a nineteen year old from New York City. W- what do you see? Like, what are we doing well from a communication standpoint? You know, what do we got going on, and then what is shitty? <laughs> what What do you think sucks?
1: Um, well, or is
0: it all just good?
1: No, it's not. All, <laughs> it's not all good. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> when. D- you see it a lot more during the pandemic because uh, yeah. everybody wants to put their...
0: Yeah, everyone's locked inside. Yeah, you know, and everyone wants to put phones. their point yeah.
1: out there. I feel like a lot of people are so confined by this screen. Mm. Like, they're uh, just going to pick up the phone yeah. and tweet about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if we're in person, they're yeah. not going to have that same type of conversation. And uh, if you do, it turns into conflict. Yeah, And I feel like that's where we struggle. The good part is that we do have social media and everything, we're so we yeah you can you're connected you can get your point across. Yep, yep, yep. Every so you're gonna find someone who agrees with you online. Yep. But I feel like it comes to that point where it's like okay let's do something about it. Mm. Now there's like houses being trashed, this is yeah. businesses being broken instead yeah. of like sitting down and having that conversation. I feel like we're yeah. we're so accustomed to just getting our point across that so we don't stop and listen to other people's. Mm. And I'm the same. Like, I used to be like that. I'm not going to sit the here and act like I wasn't. going on, you know? Yeah, like, you're like, this is how I feel. Yeah, this, is this is how you group. should feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, if you don't,
0: I'm going to attack you. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So um, everybody's had their times like that. Yeah. And I try my hardest to not Good do that. You. It's hard. And yeah, it is hard. So... Um, and it's hard when you see other people doing it and you're like hey like why don't you just stop and think i don't want to think about that i'm like all right
0: okay <laughs> all right
1: i feel like as a society we should just stop, <laughs> stop. and listen
0: yeah it's, yeah
1: m- for me it's the emphasis on listening to each other couldn't agree more yeah couldn't
0: agree more how do we get back there do you see this like getting worse before it gets better Uh um is it getting better before it gets worse what do you think we can do you know your perspective i always like asking students this because you know i'm 33 i'm a communication scholar i also love as you all know i love talking about this type of thing like where we aren't listening perception right we're all in our own little perceptive bubbles Mm -hmm. you know tribalism like my group versus that group and if you don't agree then i'm gonna eliminate that group and you know or bash that group just to make me myself feel better but i love hearing students perspectives because it's different than mine so you know how do we fix that you know you know do you think we need like classes at a young age for everyone like in high school about how to critically think or how to talk to people about difficult concepts like do you think that would help do you what what do you think
1: well personally um my high school i don't know if other high schools do this but in the high school that i went to um we had everything that we did, we mm-hmm. had a critical thinking framework that we needed oh, to follow. Cool. I don't know if so, that's every high school. It should the, be. <laughs> no, this high school was like it was a public school, but it was it gave private school vibes. So wow. we would we would literally have to sit there and write a reflection huh. using depth, breadth of point of view, clarity, a whole bunch wow. of stuff. And I feel like there is when you sit down and you analyze, you really like mm-hmm. you realize like wow, there's so many sides to one argument. Absolutely. So um, I feel like growing up, having that those types of classes and that type of- like it helped you? Yeah, I feel like it did. That framework, because now it's like, if you were having a conversation and you tell me, you, you give me one point, yeah. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to challenge it because yeah, I want right. to know everything about it. Right, and right. I feel like a lot of people don't do that. They just yeah. assume to like, okay, this is what they say, or right. this is what my favorite influencer says, instead of just yeah. trying to develop their own idea. Yeah. And- in through this like framework, I feel like we've well, personally, I've learned to just sit down and listen to what others have said, like cool. I said before,
0: so you're, <clears throat> do you, th- you think like you're less you're less reacting emotionally to something that might initially bother you and more like, let me digest it and really decide if that bothers me or then then I'll respond, kind of thing. Like less reactive,
1: yeah. So um, I feel like it's that situational. Sure, sure. Cause sure, there sure. you know, there's some things that do hit home. Well, sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I do try to like push the emotions to the side and like yeah. get to like, okay, so this is the like try least, to you're like aware. Yeah, like yeah. trying to digest exactly what is happening and what we're talking about. Mm. Um, but I think that as a society, it's a little difficult. Mm. Especially mm. because like I said, you could just go on the internet and write whatever you want.
0: Yeah. You can and. also find a lot of people that are going to agree with you, and you can tune out those that aren't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then It's dangerous. It,
1: yeah, and then it gets to the point where it's like when you're in person and you have that conflict, you don't know how to deal with it.
0: It's like your system short circuits.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Interesting. Interesting. How do you think social media plays a role in this?
1: Um, does it? It does. Hmm. Definitely. I've seen so many people on social media have – their specific point of view and try Mm. to implement it on others like the vaccine mandate in new Mm. york city Mm. it was really it was like pretty crazy over there yeah so they what was
0: the response like to that in new york city was it was it like all one side or was it like split pretty heavily
1: um it was split pretty heavily Mm. i'd say um I my sister, for example, she can't get vaccinated because okay. of um, well she couldn't because of health issues. Okay. Yeah. So when she mm. went to a restaurant with my mom, my mom couldn't get vaccinated either. Mm. She went to a restaurant and they asked her for a vaccine card. And my mm. sister was like, Oh shit. <laughs> so she had to go. Shit. And my sister called me. She's like, Oh, I'm just so annoyed. She's like, I'm not an anti vaxer I just can't get it done. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, That's okay.
0: tough. That's a legitimate thing. Too. Yeah. And like... I'm like,
1: I'm like, okay, okay. So I took that and I started listening to it. I go on social media and I see people like, hey, mm, I'm going to lose my job if I don't get vaccinated. We're doing a rally. We want hundreds of thousands of people lining up in mm. City Hall. Wow. And then they're like, yeah, tell all the teachers, everyone you know. There's so many people that I've known that just quit their job that they've been working 20 years because of this vaccine mandate. Wow. A lot of people are scared yeah. and a lot of people just... A lot of people have those beliefs, like oh, they're trying to track me or whatever. Well, sure, sure. But then there's people who are genuinely scared because they can't do it or yeah. like they, they don't like want, re- like your sister. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I feel like it's situ- like like I said, it's situational.
0: Well, I think we're lack. Wow, thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, I think we're l- my favorite word that we don't have a lot of that I've seen in the last five years is like a lack of nuance. Mm-hmm. And this idea of we're locked, like you said, we're locked into either or, or, you know, to one or to two, you know, it's your group versus mine. There's none of this, like, well, wait a second, you know, cause like the situation you just described as a sister, right? Mm-hmm. Like no vaccine card, you're unvaccinated, get out of my restaurant. But like, mm-hmm. no, she's got like a real thing going on here. Like that's a nuanced perspective. There's like this detail that doesn't make it this kind of either or thing. Yeah. You know, and we're lacking this like discussion of well, what are the details of a particular thing? What's the actual situation going on here? That's that's wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um yeah, I was curious because New York City did did that mandate extend throughout, like how far did that extend? Like, I don't know much about New York City geography, but like the whole area like were there any it's spots like, that didn't i have think
1: that? if i'm not mistaken it was um the mandate was for the all five, all five, five boroughs Bros? yeah but of course like there's some restaurants that are run by people who don't believe in the vaccine so yeah yeah if the government if they do find out that you're not enforcing that you you'll get wow. your business shut down yeah. but then there's people who are like oh like just come in like yeah. they're not gonna let you sit out there or like yeah. they're even going as far as taking down the um like not putting heaters in the outdoor dining mm. um cuz I, I don't know i think the blasio said like mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole thing there you know i
0: again this whole discussion of like vaccine mandate right i was talking about someone else too like it <clears throat> I don't know it's, it could be a slippery slope <laughs> yeah you know i don't know what your thoughts are and feel free to give them but i just feel like we could get into a slippery slope of like what would be next to be mandated yeah you, you know and i i get concerned about that and i and i get well actually what more concerns me is why we're not having like a, a rational chill discussion about the yeah. un- unintended consequences of such a thing
1: i think that when i'm vaccinated obviously so what? i um as soon as I found out about the vaccine, it didn't, It wasn't like something I was like, whoa, no. Because mm-hmm. I have other vaccines. Yeah, so yeah, um, I kind of like took a second to like listen to everyone. I would listen to what my family had to say about it. Yeah. And then I would listen to like what people online were saying about it. And like I said, there are people who are scared. And I've seen yeah. people who are like, I'm not getting that vaccine. And now they have it because they were mandated to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, It's like such a pressing issue on the fact that you're forcing me to get something instead of just allowing me to make that decision. And then I think that a lot of people get angry because just because I mean, this is me personally, I decided to get vaccinated. I'm not going to go force my friend who didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, you have to get vaccinated. What's wrong with
0: you? Also, like human behavior would suggest that we don't respond well to people being like you have to do this thing yeah like i'm not really saying that's right or wrong but i'm saying that we do like that's just human nature we don't respond well to that
1: yeah and i also i don't i kind of understand where everyone's coming from you don't want to be forced to do anything but then it's also like if i don't do it then i I can't provide for my family Yeah. so it's like what which side do i choose it's a
0: really complex issue yeah there's a lot a lot going on there and i think it's yeah, I think I, I struggle a little bit with this, like if you're unvaccinated, second class citizen thing going mm-hmm. on. This, you know, like like you know the vaccine, the pandemic of the unvaccinated kind of stuff. You know, I've, yeah. heard, I've heard that trope thrown around a lot, and I, 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 that's like the kind of stuff we were warned about like 30 years ago in some of the science fiction books that were written. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're, and- we're like we got to be careful. I think of how we frame this. Because like my thought is if I want people to, to be vaccinated, then I should take an approach that is designed around education, you know, informing, right? For those that are able to do it. And I, my first interview with Melanie Green talks about, you know, narrative transportation, like mm-hmm. using stories to convince people, persuade people, not this like, nope, that's it. You're done. Now mm-hmm. I hate you because you're not vaccinated. Like, you yeah. know, or you're going to lose your job or you're not going to do this or that, you know? So I, ugh, tricky issue.
1: I kind can- of i feel like it doesn't help and i don't know i don't know about anything outside of new york city with the mm-hmm, vaccine but mm-hmm. they were give. they're like giving money if you get vaccinated or like <laughs> right, right like you get like a hundred dollars if you go get vaccinated yeah. or they're
0: doing bills tickets here yeah <laughs> and then
1: or like stuff like that like that does not help like now people no. are like why are you giving me money to do this if this is for my own good In
0: erie county here there was i think at one point i might be wrong on this and i apologize you, but i'm pretty sure there was like a Vax and a beer, like you get vaccinated.
1: Oh, yeah. And Shake Shack in New York City, they were giving out free meals. And I was (laughs) like, I'm sorry, but that's a little suspicious because it is weird. It's a very strange
0: marketing strategy.
1: Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't understand it because even when, like, let's say, for example, if I, like, what, If I graduated 2020. Mm -hmm. So if I had just graduated, I'm not going to go into Shake Shack and like they're not going to give me a free meal for being for graduating. Right. right? Right, right. But then if I go get vaccinated, I'm going to get the hundred dollars and a free meal from Shake Shack. And it's just a little weird to convince people how to do that because it's
0: very strange. Very strange. And I I will say this, like you want to talk about the legitimacy, quote unquote, of something like a vaccine in my mind. You know giving someone a beer or free meal to do that doesn't legitimize the efforts
1: yeah because what does that have to do with the vaccine (laughs) it doesn't (laughs)
0: legitimize the efforts at Mm -hmm. all you know like i get a toy from mcdonald's in my happy meal like does that say about the toy i don't know yeah it's just a weird thing um pause for a second let me see where we're at with time sorry y'all 30 minute sessions here um yeah, it's a wild we're in a really weird time and there's like there's so many d- data points and streams of information hitting people and the way in which we process stuff and it's no wonder though it's no wonder that we have such conflict and and people being emotional, you know? It's yeah. overwhelming if you You know, especially if you are one that gets riled up easily, Mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that we don't account for this and are striving to have balanced, nuanced discussions, I think that's probably the thing that scares me the most, you know,
1: I, I feel like, especially with this whole pandemic thing, Mm. I think more people need to realize that you might feel a way, Mm. but not everyone has to feel how you feel.
0: Oh my gosh. And I've had this conversation with
1: a lot of people, like. I might see it this way. You don't need to. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just telling you how I see it. And a lot of people struggle with that. They're like, I think this way. Why can't everyone else?
0: And you know what? I love that you bring this up. So I have this viewpoint. You might not share it, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Like we we can still talk about that. Definitely. And that's okay. Like there's this thing that we have now where it's like, I don't know. Are we like. Maybe we're insecure in our beliefs, so we're afraid mm-hmm. to talk to people who don't see it our way. Is that what it is? I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like sometimes people are like, maybe they're scared. Like, oh, they're going to ask me a question. I'm not going to have like right. an answer So like it. an
0: insecurity of their beliefs. Yeah, like,
1: oh, like I'm not well-versed on this topic for me what? to be even giving my input in it. Them. Which I kind of feel like if you don't know anything about something, don't talk about that's it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but if like if,
0: if you can't answer questions about your belief, then sorry, you got to go research it. Yeah, definitely. Then come, please come back and find me. Yes. Like, then we can about... talk
1: after. <laughs> exactly.
0: And maybe, maybe you nailed it then. Maybe that's what it is. But the fact that it, it's so funny, it seems like people double down on the insecurity though. Yeah. So if you press them on the point, they might not know that point, but it doesn't matter. They'll just be like, la, 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 la shut off. And then they'll just start yelling, mm-hmm. right? But Definitely. with no actual information, which I'm like, wait a minute. So you don't know your point well enough to talk about it, but you're going to double down mm-hmm. on that point? So uh-huh. you're like full send on that point, even though you don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've had this issue. Like, I'm Dominican, right? Uh-huh. So my family is, they're, they're like all All the older people are they all speak Spanish, they're from DR. They share these really conservative beliefs sometimes. Hmm. So when I bring up a tough conversation, it's like them yelling at me and I'm like, okay, but like where's what was your point? (laughs) Like what are you trying to say to me? Versus when I'm having a conversation with my friend about a difficult topic Uh and we don't agree, we can sit down and talk about it. You
0: exchange ideas.
1: Yeah, like, hey, okay, you think that, but this is why I think that's wrong. Like that's how it should be
0: that's how it should be all day and, for everybody though
1: yeah and it, i'm not it's not it doesn't go to say that like the older generation it has that lack that like barrier there mm. but i feel like it's more like you need to be open as a person because i've had conversations with people my age that they just don't want to listen no they don't so i feel like you just need to be open to yep. being to hearing someone go against your Absolutely. point it's not and also I-
0: yeah, absolutely. I love that you have. Con- I have conversations like I have both too, where I have a couple friends that are that are like that. We challenge each other on beliefs all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I have some people in my life. I don't really think I call them friends, but acquaintances. Where like it's just nope. I, it's like I'm talking. I, I don't it's even literally, <laughs> you know. But the wall is like yelling back at me. Yeah. You know? Um We also have this thing. I don't know when it became a thing, but we have this problem of like we're afraid. We're so afraid to be wrong. Yeah, like We are deathly afraid that if we're wrong, mm-hmm. it means, I don't know, like we're less of a human. Like we, we've we lost our worth somehow. Yeah. I've... Even though like that's what science is. Like science is just self-correcting all mm-hmm. the time. So it's weird to me. I don't
1: know. And I've had that conversation with, um, with my friends, my family. Mm. And it's like I can sit down there and give you all your evidence as to why you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh damn, I'm wrong. <laughs> but you don't want to say that. You don't no, want to admit it. You don't no, want to admit it. So no, it turns no, into this no. whole conflict of like, I'm it's, not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. Dissonance. Yeah. Like yeah. It, they just don't want to acknowledge it. Yeah. it's We've like attached.
0: I mean, it's very like evolutionary in the sense of like our survival now is attached to our beliefs. Mm-hmm. So like if someone threatens that, it's like we it threatens our sense of self. Yes. So like if if you lay out the evidence to me, I see that evidence internally. I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. they got me. But if I admit that, that's hard because that means I have to go back and, you know, do my own research and start literally start from
1: scratch. And it's, I get it. It is hard. It is hard. It's hard to admit you're wrong. But... Right. But
0: then we like decide to go the other way with it though. Yeah. People, people are like, nope, <laughs> you know, all that evidence you showed me, nah. And then I'm going to double down and just be like, nope, that's my position. You're like, yeah, like,
1: what? And I've been in situations where it's like, I've had my strong belief, and then someone proved me wrong. That's okay. And it's in person. And yeah, like yeah, it's very awkward. Like okay, yep. now I'm wrong, and I've just went off for an hour. <laughs> but like, okay, but it's okay. It's okay. Like I'm wrong. Okay, still I'm here. I'm gonna go acknowledge that. Like, I'm gonna go figure that, that out. That's it. Why are we so afraid of that? It's embarrassing. I, I think I a guess. lot of people are scared of being humiliated by that. <sighs> I,
0: yeah, you're right. I, I think you absolutely are right. I guess I'm wondering why.
1: Yeah, me too. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of us, right? Like I, you're absolutely right. You nailed it. It's humiliation. It's embarrassment. It's inconvenient. I have to go back now and now I have to go and keep admitting that the other person was right, mm-hmm. you know, but also change my belief system about something. But why are we so short-sighted? Because the long-term effect of us being wrong over and over can be so much worse.
1: Yeah, way worse.
0: Like years of that could be terrible. hmm could be bad for your family. It could be bad for your friends. It could be people you might end up alone because of that belief. Yeah, but instead we're just gonna be like, nope, that's okay. I'm gonna stick with that. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm always like wondering why. Why are we so like? All right, I'm humiliated for a minute in front of a friend or someone. But okay,
1: those are the type of people you're supposed to feel that's like. Right. Okay, I'm wrong. Let's let's move past it, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm mind blown by that.
1: Yeah, and I when it comes to those types of ideas, I always think about my parents. Like Mm. they'd always be on there; they were always on me. Like Daphne, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you going out? Like yeah, and (laughs) in high school, it's always like you're too young; you can't be going outside. I'm like, mom, how am I gonna live my life? And so (laughs) it it would always turn into that. And my my dad grew up on a farm. Okay. My mom came from DR when she was like 16. She basically had to raise like seven kids.
0: So they come from like a so pull they, yourself up and like, yeah, like work. You, kind. Yeah, like
1: you have to do this yeah, yeah, for yeah. yourself and for your family. Like there's no, no fun.
0: For, no time for pleasure. No
1: fun. And I had to sit down there and tell them, I'm sorry, but that's not me. It's not your life. And my sister's a little older, so I guess since she was a firstborn, she told me, she's like, I would never like want to say something to them. Oh, wow. Like she's like like, that's like.
0: So did she go along with it then?
1: yeah back then she did well she lied a lot tell you about that. she <laughs> oh, and she and a i one podcast and, we and tell all here i had to i had to cover for her a few times but she
0: but she never verbally like explicitly fought back on that no not wow. until
1: she got a little older and wow. she was like okay i'm done wow but ever since i was young like if something
0: you were like nah <laughs> i'm I like
1: am. no and then they're like but yeah and so, you know like i'm what i'll be like 14 yeah. I, i'm gonna listen to them. i can't go anywhere well, like i'm gonna true. stay home but i'm still gonna say how i feel yeah. even if i'm locked in my you room you fought the
0: good fight regardless. yeah like yeah
1: i did it <laughs> i said what i had to say like regardless even if <laughs> i, I didn't it. end up going out to the movies i think right. like you i'm still good, gonna yeah it yeah. felt good yeah and then there's just some there's some things that it's like you have those i had those uncomfortable conversations with my family and then i literally heard like okay but you're wrong i understand i hear what you're saying but i'm not going to pay attention to it because Mm. this is how i was raised Mm. and then it's like okay and then that's why i feel like it's that whole generational sure sure it's like a generational thing like you you think oh i can't talk about these types of these types of um situations because mm, in my family we never spoke about it just
0: a non-starter
1: yeah like i've had friends that they told me like oh um i don't understand. Like mental health, because in my family, if I felt down, I wasn't allowed to talk about it. Like, depression's not a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you're in bed because you're lazy. It's like a, mm, like yeah, there's something like, yeah. it was like yeah, a yeah. stigma. So yeah, I told, yeah, yeah. Oh. and then they, and then they use that. Like, that's why I can't talk about how I feel. That's why I project my anger on other people. Mm. And I'm like, okay, but you have to break that. Cause if yes, you don't, you do. it's going to happen to your kid. Yep. And, it's on you to break it. kid and it's just going to yeah, keep happening.
0: That's it. Like, oh, what a great point. Cause it's okay to recognize that you, that that, that person, whomever it might be has, for lack of a better word, been victimized by their like mm-hmm. parental environment but then in the same breath it's also on them to break that cycle like you said though yeah because like what could happen in the future
1: yeah and it's i say this to a lot of my friends when they come for to me for advice it's a lot about just having a conversation Mm -hmm. so many things can be fixed by having a conversation say the words and it's uncomfortable most of the time but you have to do it
0: it's uncomfortable until you start doing it i mean then like Mm. it sucks a little bit but then once you get it out and get on a roll
1: you feel so good oh Mm, even is. even if like you just lost a friend or something it's even like, if
0: it's a weight off yeah your shoulders. it's like finally yeah and it's the hardest part's like the build-up <laughs> you know like getting the courage to talk about that thing yeah definitely you know that's why i did like the classic to, the written assignment too is about like how we communicate about mental health because i think in some ways the discussion in our society has gone better but in a lot of ways stuff like what you just talked about is happening yeah I don't even know how to talk about it
1: and that writing assignment, I actually wrote about um about what I just spoke really? about with my oh, family. and cool. um, I had to sit down and have that conversation with my family like wow. mental health is real. Wow. And my mom works in a school, so when as like the you know times went on, mm. it became more prominent and more focused and yep. especially because she kind of works with the school counselors and stuff. Mm. So she began to get well versed on it. and then my dad, like realize like oh this is what anxiety is like this feeling that i'm feeling right now that's anxiety uh, i need to like calm down for a sec
0: he had never been able to probably put yeah, like, a label put that to together it,
1: right yeah and so then wow. when he finally realized that he was like okay and then now everyone understands wow. and Good it's just you, it's just though. talking about it's just you know some days it's like okay they don't get it yeah but it's having that big picture like he picked up the phone and was like all right what is this? And he did his research. Wow, that's cool. And not a lot of people have no. the power to do that. Like, that's cool. I, Good for when, you. Good when for he, when he did that, I was so surprised because I, that
0: must have been a big move.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah. it was a game changer.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. Good for you. It's you. not easy to do. <laughs> no, it's not. It was,
1: <laughs> it was really nerve wracking, but, um, there was like a lot of yelling, but you have to get it out. Like, you have to, figure so were they it out.
0: previously like what you had said, like they would associate instead of like anxiety or depression or mental health issues, they would call it like, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but would they would they say things like it was like, oh, that person's being lazy or yeah, they're just like, not oh, trying? Or, like, yeah, just
1: get out of bed. Like, it's not that just hard. Just do it. Kind yeah. Of, yeah like until, force. until like a series of events happen mm-hmm. in everyone's life and they're like, okay, well, Wait this person that I know literally has depression because their husband passed away or like- this i get anxiety mm. trying to talk to people mm, mm. and it's like oh shoot wait that's it's real that's real like yeah. people deal with this wow and it's it, i feel like that's what really helped like made them realize mm. when i like what you said about the what was it, narrative transportation yeah, story yeah. like i'll put them in their shoes like hello do you not remember what happened to your aunt uh, and then they're, like that this is depression like this is wow. literally it
0: what would they have called that about themselves like well how would they have previously called it um because like your dad your dad, you said your dad was like oh that's what i'm feeling it's anxiety what would he have said he's just angry
1: like huh. that's so how you, or like said. not even
0: acknowledge it yeah like press it down
1: like he'll think like it wasn't a big deal like oh yeah mm. i just spazzed for no reason and then it's like
0: <laughs> it's funny the labels. and then my, my mom
1: and then my mom's like hello like you just bugged out and then he's like oh and then he apologizes and that's it and that's it oh wow. and then now it's oh, like wow, wow, okay wow. i can't do that like i yeah. can't just like scream at someone for nothing like i need to sit down wow. and realize
0: so previously it would be like all right it happened now we're not gonna talk about it now it's like, oh wait a second, yeah, no, no, this is a, wow, good for you. That's like a wow, that's a game changer from a family
1: standpoint. Yeah, to be it able is. to get your
0: family to move on that topic,
1: and it's Ooh. my family's huge, mm-hmm. but in our apartment it's us four, like me, my sister, my mom, my dad. Sure, sure. So yeah. that environment, like, it gets a little tense sometimes, especially when you're home <laughs> for a whole year. So right. I, I don't know. Sometimes, like, the thing with me is that. If I hold on to something for so long, I just explode like everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it got to that point where I was like, I just need to talk about this. And then they were like, okay. And then we were all at home. What else were we going to do? That's right. That's so right. we just spoke about it. And it's like, okay, well, this is real. Wow.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that doesn't happen all the time. That's really cool that you're able to make that type of change and be the spark for that type of change in your yeah. family. Good for you.
1: They They – they kind of talk about that all the time. I'm like she's always the one that comes up with these ideas, uh, and I'm you. like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, <"Yep."> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you should have listened to me earlier. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, this is—it's a wild topic, and it—and it. And it uh, I mean, you're a great example, though, of the positive change that can come from going through something like a difficult conversation. Yeah. You know, i, I think that takes a lot of courage, and I think a lot of us don't have that. Mm-hmm. you know and that's why the discussion about mental health suffers because it is it takes a hell of a lot of courage to like talk to the people you care about and love yeah and be like hey wait a second this is for real mm-hmm. that's hard for a lot of people yeah you know? and like Definitely. if you don't have you know or for those that don't have families you know it's who do they turn to
1: yeah that's the thing too and then not for nothing. I've had my family my whole life. We're a very close family, mm-hmm. but if I'm feeling down, I cannot talk to them about it. Even though we had that really? conversation about mental huh. health, I just cannot. I don't. I feel like if I speak about my problems, they're gonna make them theirs. Cause I do that with mm-hmm. them. I'm the person everybody leans on, mm-hmm. so I don't want that to happen oh, wow. the other way. So I have a therapist of my own. I just Good started like as soon as I got to Buffalo. Good for you. And that I feel like that's way better. Game changer. Way better, cause it's like someone you don't know. Yeah. Giving input, unbiased input about your life. Go off. Yeah, like I, we have meetings every day virtually at ten a.m. That's so cool. She sees me like bawling my eyes out, and I'm like, "Yeah, I had a terrible day today." And it'll be about nothing, but it feels so good to let it out.
0: That's so cool. I'm. Thank you so much for sharing this right now. (laughs) I think everybody needs to hear this seriously. Like I had a therapist for five years, and you're absolutely, you nailed it. Like absolutely, ten out of ten. I having someone I knew. Didn't know anybody else in my life. Someone that was just third-party, neutral, objective, but, like, cared, you know? Mm -hmm. That's key. You know, they got to at least show that they care a little bit. Yeah. Some don't. Um, Being able to just spill everything Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was so cathartic. And I don't even know if I learned anything new about coping, Mm -hmm. but I definitely felt better every time I talked. Yeah. Just getting it out. Like, you're so right. You're so right.
1: And at first, I was kind of, like... I never had, I was never anti-therapy, but I was kind of like, what do you do? Like, you sit there, you talk about it, (sighs) and then what? Like, what is it? And then you realize, like, I I know different therapists have different styles, but my therapist, she sets up goals. like, Mm. So you dealt with this situation this way, how are we going to change it Uh, for the next time? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's, yeah, I feel Uh, like that's how things get better.
0: That is dope. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. That's super cool. And I think we need more of this, this type of these types of stories, because um, you know, because like for me, the only way I was willing to do therapy was that a good friend of mine who I like really respected finally admitted that he was going to therapy. Mm. You know, because I was like, nah, it's not for me. Like, yeah, you know, I'll just go work out. <laughs> it's like some <laughs> bullshit, you know yeah. what I mean? And he's like, no, nah, like, it's it's real. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like someone saying that it was real and it was okay and it was useful, mm-hmm. someone I respected, like, that was it for me. And no matter what everyone else said, it was that one person that was like, okay. And I, I was like, oh, shit. And so I ended up going. Yeah. And now I tell everybody, go.
1: <laughs> and even I've had friends that they've went to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of friends that went to therapy. And then most of them are like, that was not helpful. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah, like that's not for me, and then they find other ways right. to, to cope with things. That's right. And that's I feel right. like everybody should like therapy. You is, explore. Yeah, therapy is not like the one solution. No, no, like, but you
0: got to start though. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. That that's a great point. Yeah, you're right because there, like, I've been to like eight therapists before I found one that I liked. Right. Mm-hmm. But I like the act of talking yeah. about my problems, right? And so I knew that that was something I was interested in, right? But you're right, though. It's not for everybody. That's not. You know, like I got a buddy of mine who just meditates instead of therapy. Yeah. But that's their go to.
1: Yeah. I know someone who literally they meditate manifestations. Boom.
0: Yeah. Everything. And like, like I dabble in a little bit of that, but I also need like the therapy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. He's just like, nope, put me by the water. <laughs> Give me like 20 minutes alone. and I'm good. And yeah. I'm like, cool. Great. Whatever works for you.
1: Yeah. It's not I- a one size fits all. And I'm the type of person like I do therapy like once a week. Mm-hmm. Or, and even then I still need to have that type of solitude that's right. to that's sit right. down and like figure everything out Yeah. and either, like things that bring me peace is what helps is that's my therapy. That's how you balance out. Yeah. So if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to go sew something yep. or I'm going to do something that yep. interests me in that field that takes me out of everything that isn't, mm-hmm. that's bothering me.
0: Absolutely. I, you know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we just don't. I say this all the time in like my, my lectures and episodes, like you got to take time for you, Mm -hmm. whatever that means. I don't, whatever you got to figure it out though. Yeah. Everyone's got something they like doing.
1: Yeah. And I know people who were like, yeah, but I can't be alone.
0: We'll see now. That that's something you that's need to work on. <laughs> like, go like, like there.
1: Like, that's where you start.
0: Step one. <laughs> like, yeah. You're, you're. Oh wow. You're hitting on all the good points. Like that. That's right. Like I, I can't be. I can't do that. I'm afraid to be alone with my thoughts. Yeah. Like I can't do that. Well, you're right. That right there then is the first place you should look.
1: Yeah. I had a friend that she told me she was having a really hard time, and I told her, "Okay, so just go take yourself out for lunch." And she's like, do "What do you time. mean?" Yo. And I'm like, "What do? You, what do? You, just go outside, and literally, sit do down, and eat by yourself. Like, yeah. it's not that hard." She's like, "You do that?" And I'm like, "All the time. All the time. All the like, time." Like when I'm at home and I would, and I had like a bad night. I'll wake up early, get ready, go to Manhattan, go to the fabric store, go get breakfast. Boom. Best thing ever. Yeah, I eat like by therapy. myself all the time. And then a lot of people find it awkward, weird. Like, why would I you love do it. that? I love it. But it's like sometimes you need to sit down and be like, "Okay, this is for me, not for anyone else." That's
0: right. Ah, oh, preach. I. You're also giving yourself permission that it's okay to be by yourself. Yeah. Like that act is like kind of taking yourself on a date. Mm -hmm. And like that, we got to do that. We have to be okay with ourselves. You
1: got to love yourself. You have
0: to. Like nothing else will matter if you don't. Yeah. All the other other bullshit is just Mm band-aids. It's just band-aids, you know, and it all starts right there. Mm.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've had friends tell me like, oh, but like I need to be with someone. I'm like, that's where you need to start. You can't be with someone if you can't be by yourself.
0: That's right. Don't make it a need. It should no. just compliment your and
1: life. you be like, oh, yeah, like, hey, like, I really like spending time with you, not I need to yes, spend time with exactly.
0: you. exactly. If it's dependent, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, are not helping yourself. Definitely. Grow. Damn. Daphne, this is cool. <laughs> you are cool. I hate to cut this short, but I have to go teach class. It's okay. <laughs> you are awesome. Thank you. Like, For real, thank you for sharing this stuff. This, like, last 20 minutes are some gold material that you're dropping on everybody. And I'm so glad it's not just me thinking about this stuff and talking about it. So thank you so much, Daphne. Thank
1: you for having me. Thank you you for
0: listening. You are so welcome. All right, friends. Until next time, um, give a shout out to Daphne because this is some cool stuff we talked about today. All right? All right. Peace, love, and harmony to y'all. Later.